0: Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Join Mike and James of the Nerdy Bible for this special companion series diving into The Chosen, a dramatic telling of the life and ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. In this week's episode, Jairus searches desperately to find Jesus, hoping for a miracle. So, What's Clean? Part 2. Chosen Companion Series. My name is Mike. Uh, joined as always my good friend James from the Nerdy How are you tonight, sir?
1: I am doing well. How about you, sir? Pretty good. Good sir.
0: Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this episode was really good. Yeah, dude. Um, it really was. I think I, I put in Discord or I text you or something. I was um I've recently started reading through Luke and I spoiled this week's episode last night while I was reading the Bible, like literally finished up the end of Luke chapter eight, totally spoiled this episode. Got really mad. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it did. I mean, this straight out of Luke chapter eight, obviously, yes. but um, yeah, uh, I'm excited. It's a great. Great uh, thing to see play out. Like I said, last week, I think my wife um, was uh, the, the the woman with the issue of blood is one of her favorite stories in the New Testament, and she was wondering how they were going to do that if they were going to do that in the series. They did, uh, and we got to see that unfold, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, let's just get right in. Let's do uh, it. so so the episode. This is uh, season three, episode five, uh, clean part two. So we pick up right from where we left off last week and the episode description is Jairus searches desperately to find Jesus hoping for a miracle. Um, And uh, he found one, which was really cool. Um, That was it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Jairus. (laughs) was like waiting for He did end up finding Jesus and he got his miracle. There's a
1: little bit more into that. Who, who wrote this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's almost about as much detail as we get in Luke chapter eight, so not not far off there. Um, but okay, okay, yeah. So so we start the episode out. Um, I forgot to mute the volume there. Um, with a, a an actual warning on screen, by the way.
1: Yeah. Um, um, yeah. This whole it's rough, man. It's rough. And... He, yeah, it was rough. I mean, so, yeah, let's just read the intro just to uh, continue the legal. Um, <laughs> so this episode opens with a scene that may be sensitive for some viewers. Parental discretion is strongly advised. So strong. First time we saw something like this. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Do you let's just. Uh, Let's jump into it, so it I mean what do you yeah you you started out, dude
0: right. uh we just see a a a pair of women it, co- clearly in distress mm-hmm. uh frantically you know traveling down the road. It's late at night, uh we hear a knock on a door and um turns out uh, this must be like the town doctor or something mm-hmm. um we got a house call except like in reverse. Where instead of the doctor coming to the house, the patient goes to the doctor's house. Um actually I wonder, like, was that just like were doctors' offices back then just the doctor's house? Anyways. Yeah, I
1: don't day. imagine. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: I mean That's the real the real crux of tonight's issue. Is figuring out whether or not doctors' offices were at doctors' houses. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, it, it, we we have uh, you know the the women come into the house. You know, looks like someone's going into labor. There's lots of blood. It's not looking good. Lots of screams. Lots of pain. Um, and this whole time, I'm like, I'm like, okay. So this the screen says this is two weeks earlier was maybe Veronica, who is the woman with the issue of blood, was maybe she like having a real issue a couple weeks ago in this town, so she tried to find a doctor to find help. Like, what's going on here? Uh, But come to find out, this scene is the one and only Eden Mm
1: -hmm.
0: having a miscarriage, Um, which took me by surprise. I was not expecting it to be Eden. Mm-mm. um but yeah th- this whole scene is just eden having a miscarriage which is terribly sad
1: it is and you know just until literally you just said it a minute ago i had mm-hmm. no idea it said two weeks earlier so like oh, yeah. i assumed it you know we, we we were watching my wife and i and we like assumed it was but like you know they jump around so often that i i was you know it, clearly with the the um issue between peter and and eden right now like the the tension i would say is that like it was clearly it's clearly in the past but like that this occurred but i had no idea so i'm yeah yeah but yeah dude no this is uh it was raw you know it's like it's real right i mean that's that's what the the issue is about this like beginning scene and i don't know i'm sure people like i don't know over the whole internet's had issues with whatever and like you know unbiblical, I, I don't know, like, cause it's not something you see in scripture, but like it's, it's, it, it's all over, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things that is just like, if you don't like everyone knows somebody that, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the real thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, even whether you even know it or not, you know, somebody that has has deals dealt with, um, this type of thing. So it's really sad. Um, yeah. so, you know, our heart goes out to anyone that has ever dealt with this thing or if this was something that was like triggering or whatever, you know, like it's a,
0: yeah, it's rough. I'm sure it will lead to a future conversation between Eden and Jesus and deal with some sort of, um, Mm -hmm. conversation. I don't know. I don't want to say like clarity or (laughs) resolution between, uh, this, you know, these tragic events and like mm-hmm. our faith and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I was, I was surprised. It helps explain a little bit of the, the tension between Peter and Eden, mm-hmm. though. I still think it's a little unfair for Peter. Like he doesn't even know what happened and what's going on. I get, I understand like how it creates that tension. Yeah. You no. Know? I mean, obviously she's like, grief struck right at at the loss yeah yeah and then of course you compound that with like peter wasn't even there Peter being (laughs) and yeah so it's just like a big snowball of Uh not good stuff um but poor peter doesn't even know
1: yeah that's rough you know like yeah no i don't even know like he doesn't even know this occurred so now he's just in the dark and really mm-hmm. he'd be like grieving with her. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, but this is definitely one of those things that is like clearly a um what do we call it? When you <laughs> it's like dead air there. Um you know, we're <laughs> this is why we don't do podcasts so late um,
0: <laughs> but yet we do every episode, every episode at this time. Time.
1: <laughs> oh it's uh creative liberty that's what yes, i was looking for our
0: favorite term on this yeah podcast.
1: my goodness i could have just said they made it up and it would have just been no it's uh but yeah you know i, I like those things because it makes you think dude it really does it makes me think a lot like you know, I think we've had the conversation a billion times, like, you know, you forget that these people are people. And I mean, you do that with any story, any story you read, any characters that develop you, you kind of fall in line with that, that story arc that they're on. And you forget that there's like, there's a whole world out there, you know, and there's a whole things that culminate and, and occur that you just don't, that aren't, I don't know. It's just so I I it's I don't want to say I like when things like this happen. That's not what I, I want to say. But like I like that they are willing to incorporate things that are not like so rigid. And Maybe that's why, you know, all the other Jesus shows are just not good because they like they take this like strip scripture path and then forget that like you have 12 disciples, 12 different people, 12 different lives, 12 different past, all kind of mm-hmm. joining into this one thing. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and uh, like, I think it's okay to do stuff like this too, with mm-hmm. um, these characters that like, cause Eden isn't mentioned, you know, specifically in the new Testament or whatever. She's not like, her life is never detailed out for us. Right. So it's not like they're just taking some part of scripture and just completely like fictionalizing it. Right. Um, We don't know if this happened between Peter and Eden, but um, yeah, I I think it's, uh, it's part of art to, you know, make things relatable Mm -hmm. and, insert things to make you, um, <clears throat> I don't want to say a question. I like wrestle better, but mm. think about things. And this is one of those things that it's like, um, it's something that everyone deals with believer or not. Um, and it's something that again, believer or not people really struggle with comprehending the why And how Mm -hmm. to, like, deal with the grief that comes with this. Uh, So I'm interested to see how they tackle that. that At the very least, it will spark good conversations among the people who have seen, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And make people ask questions. Hopefully dig into scripture and see uh, what God reveals to them. And I don't know does that make sense
1: yeah no it does I mean it's the age it's the age-old question you know why why do bad things happen you know mm-hmm. it's it's not so yeah no it's something that us I feel like as humans need to re- wrestle with wherever I don't know. yeah so yeah dude um man so it was a, it was a intense yeah. and real I mean
0: perfectly normal fun opening of an episode i mean couldn't have asked for more
1: well that's where i started joyful
0: way to start our our sunday night shows right i know you're like (laughs) right off the bat
1: no but i i feel like i saw things on social media and they're like i don't know i just need to stay off of that but i i always see on uh, you know the things that he posts because people like are ridiculous and attack him for everything. And it's like, if one intro is, you know, not good enough for them. And then this intro is too, you know, like heartbreak. And it's just like, you can't win. So, you know,
0: it's no, I thought it was good. Uh, It was was good. Um, But
1: but it's like, sorry. I just, I I think that I'm, you know what? I'll, I'll save this thought for the end of the episode. Um, but like, I, I think I have like an idea of why they incorporated something like this. And so we'll get there, but, um, we jump into, I mean, just right from that. I mean, you jump right into more tragedy,
0: double header. Yeah.
1: Like it just doesn't, it doesn't stop. So here (laughs) we are, you know, it's, um, Jairus and his wife, um, I cannot remember her name, but in their child, Nilly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, a physician—I don't know, some random doctor—and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my wife brought up earlier that the 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 male with the with Eden probably wouldn't have been realistic. It probably would have been a midwife, but then mm-hmm. I argued that you know, because of the whole, but then I argued that, you know, it's, this was was a clearly like an emergency. emergency, So I don't know if that was like standard protocol. You know, I don't, I don't think, but, but we're with Jairus. We have the doctor. Nilly is laying in her bed sick. And, you know, as, as Mike, you said, this is, this is clearly a a story of scripture. Like we've seen this, we know what happens. Um, you Mm -hmm. may not, but like, we'll, you know, we'll get there here. But Jairus is, is, kind of pleading with the doctor like I'm gonna I, I have an idea I'm gonna go I, I'll be back like yeah. you know well don't... it's
0: important to note that the the doctor guy um is he also like part of the synagogue because later on in the episode like he will get to what happens but I kind of got the feeling that maybe he was like a combination of both because he gets like Reel into the um like traditions of things, but also like enacting the law of Moses or their laws, uh the synagogue logs laws, laws, um, later on in the episode. Um
1: I mean I would but I would think that they're pretty like
0: Or is that just like across the board like pretty much everyone is like that. Like it doesn't have to be a Pharisee just anyone with
1: i would i would think that you know there is some aspect of of like a a doctor healing being you know you got to think like if the 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 pharisees and and the the law right the the -hmm. government i would say they're the people with you know the money they're the people with the The knowledge and wisdom that's kind of carried on generation to generation. And and I mean, you have like generations of people carrying that on. But I would say that was like, you know, I mean, compare it to our modern like government that's, you know, they're going to regulate the, 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 the medical societies, the, you know, the thing. So I have a feeling that it to some point the doctors at that time, I have no idea. I've actually never studied anything like this. I I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I imagine they're an extension of uh, the, the the Pharisees and the, the... does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, that, that would make sense. Um, But it's important to note here uh, in this conversation, the, the doc, he kind of pulls Jairus aside into Mm -hmm. the hallway and he's like, listen, like it's, it's tradition. That we ha- we get at least two two flute players and one wailing woman, <laughs> which that whole concept later on in the episode is just kind of. I mean, I know it's like a really tragic scene, but like it just cracks me up. Um, but he's like, you know, or you know, whatever the family can afford. So you just tell me what what you can afford. I'll make the arrangement. Like mm-hmm. he's already ar- basically making funeral arrangements for Nilly here. Um, and Jairus is like, wait, 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 hold on. Like, like I know, like I want to go try to find this teacher. Like, uh, just don't do anything unless she dies. And then he just kind of like takes off and he's Mm -hmm. on the hunt for Jesus.
1: Yes. And so, yeah, no. And that's, 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 he's on the hunt. Um, yeah, I don't think we can do story arcs at this point. Let's just yeah, wrap I think we're out. just yeah. gonna have to go straight. Just because it's kind of they're yeah. all like mm-hmm. intertwined. See, so, yeah, no. So we'll table that. Jairus is on his way to find Joshua, mm-hmm. Jesus, and uh, now we're getting a little more glimpse into um, Peter and Eden as um, Peter is packing his. Lunch, grabbing his toolbox, because remember, if you if you remember, he is going to. Um, He's Got a
0: date with Gaius.
1: Date with Gaius with to clean spring. out the the not the, the latrine. Privy, yeah, not it's where all the latrines <laughs> is are now. Unfortunately, at. emptying too. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so tell me,
0: you never had an interac- interaction like this with your spouse in the kitchen. If you said you've never had an interaction like this with your spouse in your kitchen, you're lying. You hear that, listeners? You're lying.
1: What do you mean? Like Everyone has had one of these awkward,
0: silent... One of you knows, the other one of you is a little ticked off at at you, but no one wants to say anything. So you just kind of get your stuff, and then right before you leave, you kind of... Massive, aggressively, (laughs) half-heartedly apologize, and then leave. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of what happens.
1: No, I mean, it's it's pretty common, right? (laughs) And it's like you see him, he stops, turns around, and he's thinking about it. He says it. And it's like, yeah, you should have kept on walking there, buddy. Yeah, you should have
0: probably just kept walking, man. No, yeah, he, he... he listens to Gaius's advice, he says. Yeah, uh, yeah guys, gave him the
1: advice. Um am sorry. It is.
0: Whatever it is, you're right, or something like that.
1: <laughs> She was like, whatever it is, which, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm starting to think like, you know, I know it's a sensitive subject and I'm not trying to make a light of that, but like. How is he? I, I don't know. And maybe like, maybe we're falling in line with the typical <laughs> like uh, male perspective yes, like, where there's people listening right now. Like you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, but
0: also like, OK, listen, he asked her what was wrong. Yeah, she didn't tell him he can't read minds, but he says, whatever it is, you, you're we're, right. We're
1: making our case that we're.
0: And I'm sorry. Horrible and I'm man. I'm I feel attacked for on Peter's sake, you know. Yeah. Uh, but poor Peter, he's just oblivious. Um, because <laughs> I have it paused on uh, on the moment where it cuts to like third person view of Simon or of Peter, like if you're uh-huh. playing a third person video game, like right above the the shoulder, looking at Eden, and he and it's the caption saying "I'm sorry," and the look that Eden is giving him yeah, like, is like, yeah. she is just like burning straight through his chest with her laser <laughs> beam vision uh-huh. of this there. Um, yeah. Poor Peter has no idea what's, what's going on. And Eden's just having a hard time.
1: It makes sense. No, but you know, I think in, in, <laughs> Maybe I, I shouldn't say this right now, but I would say something like that. <laughs> something like that is like, I don't know. It's I don't think you're acting quite rational after, you know, like it's not like that happens. And then now you have like, you know how to, you know, bring yeah. it up and I don't know.
0: That's got to be a, a a hard thing to just be like, oh hey, by the way, yeah, you had no idea go, this was even, um, a, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's rough. That's that's well, hard.
1: Clearly, we know. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, but clearly we know that uh, who is lodging with them?
0: Uh, I think it was Simon Z and andrew and nathaniel yeah
1: well clearly they finally got their i out of their the, time yeah they got their yeah. time so that that's that's an important <laughs> aspect to pick up on this but yeah so all right um that seems over it was quick easy we're back on to um now we're going to another arc of yeah big james we can
0: we can just get this whole thing out of the way because this is yeah detached from everything
1: yeah big j it's a quick one we can actually just kind of breeze over big james um i always say big james little john but that's not <laughs> i always want to say our, that too. Not, i don't <laughs> know why but um big james and john the brothers um you know jesus's favorite disciple um they're with their father the father's like hey you know there's a soft guitar playing and they're just, you know, prepping and and he's like, "Yeah, guys, um I sold my boat." And they're like, "What?" And so, yeah, he sold his boat. And so he's yep. basically like, "You know, my father taught me to fish. My father spent his whole life fishing, and he spent his whole life waiting for the Messiah." And so, long story short, Messiah's here, and he's not fishing anymore. Like, he's done. Yep. He's done. And so, yeah, he sold his um <clears throat> yeah and, and and it's a, it's a fleet of boats not even just a boat it's a fleet mm-hmm. um so yeah sold it and and what are they buying
0: i know the gangster,
1: but um i don't i don't like olives so i just didn't want to say the word it's so an olive yeah. grove yep so.
0: uh which uh, it was a pretty pretty cool scene between zeb and, and his sons i like i really like the character of zebedee like and i, I think the actor does a great mm-hmm. job um yeah, after this conversation with uh, Big James and John, John. Uh, next time we see the next time we see Zeb is with. I'm just going to call him Zeb, by the way, because we're that we're on that level mm-hmm. relationally. Me and Zeb, um, but we see him, uh, Judas, Tamara, and Magdalene in the olive I think grove. It was Tamar. Tamara, not Tamara. Mm-hmm. Why did I say Tamara?
1: Tomorrow. makes me sound like
0: a hillbilly saying tomorrow. Um, Tamar and Magdalene, they're uh, walking through the olive grove that uh, Judas just helped them negotiate and purchase. Um, and I, I thought this scene was pretty funny because uh, they're talking about like, okay, cool, we got this field, but like the trees don't look so great. And they're like, I wish we had some someone we could ask about it and then there's like hey you guys standing guy there in the middle kind of, the hall eating of olives.
1: <laughs> looks like i don't know he fell down some st- i i don't understand like what he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like has this really odd i i don't like he worked yeah. really hard and now he's i i don't know i he's the, something
0: yeah. and the the it appears the the lazy slime ball son of the Olive Grove. Yeah, I couldn't that pick they up purchased. on it. Is he
1: like, I couldn't tell if that's what it was, but that's what it seemed like. Yeah, He's kinda that's like, the vibe. I um, thought, you know what I thought was, uh, for some reason, the prodigal son. I thought of that story mm-hmm. with that. I don't know if maybe that's inspired that little character there, but like. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I don't.
0: Know. Yeah, cuz uh he he said basically like why are all these trees dying and he's like oh it's cuz my my alba he's sick. He is sick or he died, I think. I don't know. Sick, right? Anyways, he came back so he wasn't able to take care of things. Uh the son left and came back to take care of his sick dad and he's like, "Well, Judas negotiated him down to end up working there for 30% and then they they won't pay him if any more if they have to replant any more than five trees or whatever. So Judas using his negotiating skills uh, to help Zeb get his olive grove in order. Um, Little side note, I think I understand why we always want to say Big James and Little John. I know what it is.
1: Yes. It's the show
0: Big Chuck and Little
1: Chuck and Little John. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're both uh, Northeast Ohioans um, Uh and back in the day
1: uh, I, I was going to try to do the laugh, but I, I don't even want to. No, oh, yeah. I'm not <laughs> going
0: to try that. So it looks like it started back in 2011. A local, you know, Cleveland TV channel uh, started airing a weekly half hour program simply titled 2011? Big Chuck and Little John. Yeah, that surprised me because that. No. Okay. No, that must have been re airs. Yeah, because uh, it looks like, was like September 1979 there to June go. 2007 was the original release. There you Wikipedia. go. Wikipedia. Uh, what are you gonna do? You yeah, guess you just gotta keep scrolling down.
1: Well, they need your money. You need two dollars a month, and they'll finally get it.
0: Right. That's true. No. Um, oh, I see. Because the original is, anyways. Yeah. So that's that's why James and I always slip up and say Little John. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, if you know, you know, anyways. So yeah. Um,
1: yeah, it's a quick scene. I think that's over. They, they, they bought an olive grove.
0: Yep.
1: Cool. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, here we are. Let's, um, jump into, I, I feel like I want to breeze through some of this cause I feel like we're going to get stuck on some conversation where <laughs> Coming up with the law, the, yeah, yeah, for the sure. things that are happening in the end. So let's just kind of breeze through this. Um, who in the world? I don't know why he's. This is the. All right, so two disciples. It's um, um, Nathaniel. Thad
0: and Thad. And no, Nathaniel.
1: Thad. Thad Thaddeus is that. Yep. When was he called? Like, what does he? Why don't I remember?
0: Thaddeus. If I remember, he's like right. the
1: disciple. I, I, I think probably everyone in the world forgets. Like, not to be like, that, but like, I. Mean, he's like one of those that like you're like, wait, who's Thaddeus? Oh, he's a disciple. Yeah,
0: according to the wedding episode, he worked with Jesus, uh, in a masonry gig. Oh, okay. They were building a latrine, not they, a cistern. Oh, Okay, good. good they good, were good. actually building a toilet, an outhouse.
1: But okay, so that's that's why. I, and every time I see him, I'm like, I know him. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, um, who are
1: you? Again? So Thaddeus <laughs> and Nathaniel are um, happen to come across um, some blood on the ground as they're 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 gathering water from the well, um, carrying it back to their camp i presume and so they see blood on the ground and um they're like i'm gonna follow this trail of blood because i want to figure out what's going on and they come across um, um veronica veronica from ep- like the last episode so the one that um has the bleeding issue and mm-hmm. so um they kind of rush over and she's kind of passed out and they're like is she I think Thaddeus is like real close to her and, and Nathaniel's like, is she dead? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and she jumps up and they, and so they are real, like they're panicky. Like, let's go get a doctor. And she's like, no, like I've, I've done it. No, like that's, I I've, I've spent all my money on doctor and they were like, well, I could bring you to my rabbi. And so, and she's just like, uh, she's kind of like, no, they've, they, they just make things worse. And as they're going away, it clicks because yeah. they had said our rabbi is special, and so yeah. it clicks to them, or clicks to her, and so now she's like, "Wait a second, is is your rabbi who I think it is, the person mm-hmm. that I've come all the way here to see?" And yep. so, um,
0: yeah, because last episode we learned that she heard the sermon. And here we, she says, you know, is he the one that healed the paralytic in Bethesda? Mm -hmm. And they're like, actually, yes, that's him. Uh, So, yeah, this, this, they, I mean, this is perfect for her, right? The whole reason she's here. She found uh, some followers of the rabbi she's been looking for. So Mm -hmm. uh, she asks if she can come, like if they can take her to see Jesus. And they're like, well, funny story. Uh, we don't actually know where he is. Yeah, so he's doing <laughs> he can come playing. help us try to find him. <laughs> uh, so that's what happens.
1: Yeah. So there they're on their way. Um...
0: Yep. And then there's the Olive Grove scene. Yeah. It's just back to this the Olive Grove scene. Like, I just love how <laughs> there's like, hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> just guys sitting out there. Random guy just sitting there. Um, um we got a little uh you know teamwork scene between our yeah, favorite Yeah, but I guess we Roman. could just
1: knock that out because that's really short. Yeah. Um so yeah, they're finally building the cistern cistern. Cistern. Yeah, not
0: cistern, literally. yes. Cistern. <laughs> so
1: so yeah, they're cistern, they're working on it. They've kinda you could tell they they climbed in, figured it out. They're kinda recovering the the mm-hmm. um, the grating, I guess you would call it. Yeah. um And so now they're uh where the well is. And so now they're covering, you know, they're filling out the dirt. They're doing their thing. They're choking around
0: a little and, bonding.
1: Yeah. You know, and I think they're starting to humanize. Not, not humanize because you've already got to gain a human perception of him. But like, um, you know, he's the Roman. He's the bad guy. He's the, yeah. you know the guy that follows the pathians of, of gods, you know, and he's the, you know, you know, just not your, uh, so basically he's like, uh, you know, they're like, well, do you have kids and blah, blah. blah. And Simon's like, no. And and so that, you know, they're trying to figure out why Eden is not happy.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this scene I think is a lot more important than just them repairing the cistern. So remember, A few episodes back, I made my bold prediction of Gaius being the Roman soldier who comes to Jesus to heal his slave, his servant. That character was a Roman who helped them build a synagogue. Where is the cistern at? The synagogue.
1: Interesting...
0: It is a Roman soldier who asks Jesus to heal his servant. What did we learn about Gaius and his status at home? He is responsible for taking in a servant child. Just saying.
1: No, you're. Good. I can't figure. Like that's. I he, He's one of those people where it's like he has to be. Um he has to be
0: they're making him too like he's too central in the show to not be a character from scripture you know i don't
1: think it's i don't think it's him dude i don't know maybe well see this is what every every time i i get this it's a centurion um and he was He's not an, a centurion anymore. He's a um a a pre pre
0: crater Praetor Premi. Pre, yeah. Pre, pre
1: pre yeah. And so I I don't know. And he I'm reading the scripture now. It says, Shall I so Lord Lord he said, My servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering ter- suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, Shall I come and heal him? Oh, but then it's a boy. Is it a boy? Maybe mm-hmm. it is a boy. I don't know, man. Maybe this is it, dude. I don't
0: know. cuz he just? I just that that dialogue just happened. Yeah.
1: So if you're if Peter if you're asks kid.
0: if he has two children or if he has kids, guy says two. Well, two children in the house. One, um, sorry, the captions taking forever to actually change. <laughs> My son and a servant boy the same age. Mm. And then. <laughs> This conversation is actually hilarious because <laughs> Peter then goes, Oh, child slavery, okay. Yeah. You
1: know, And uh, and hey. you know, it's like he can't well because you see this like you see this this <laughs>
0: uh, the next like, caption pops up, he's like, and you wonder why our people find you distasteful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like you got you got him that that um he's you know, he's like, but they worked for me. He worked, you know, and then they were like, you know, and so like you, you get this though because they they worked for him, and he's the 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 parent servant that that worked for him died, and so now mm. you have that they took on the kid and and yeah. raised it as their own, and so like you got to have that like hard for him, like right. he yeah, you yeah. know brought like where would this kid be if not you know, and so it's like yep. you get this kind of like. You know, I I don't know seeing Gaius like that, and you get this, but then you're like you're a you're a mean old Roman, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, no. So it's uh, <laughs> and I I you're probably right. I didn't even think of this story. Telling um, you, I'm still hanging
0: on to that. That's gonna be my bold prediction. I think it, we're trending. Trending. What up. if
1: he gets demoted to centurion? Cause Boom. he's being friends oh, with the
0: Jews, man. Yeah. Maybe he's going to lose his, his, his spot. That's, yeah. You know, we still got some episodes to go. Just saying. Yeah. I wouldn't be sure.
1: Building his arc a lot and I can't, I don't know. So yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see if you, if you, uh, get that bold prediction. <laughs> so,
0: and then going forward, cause we know we're going to have seven seasons. And I think our intention is to cover every season. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, I okay. made it this far. We're actually, wow, that's really cool. What? Um, we are officially. Oh no, we're not. Halfway through, are we?
0: Halfway through yeah. season three, three point five plus three point five seven, right?
1: Yeah, but that doesn't make because there's seven. Yeah, so just
0: go on. <laughs> Um, each season be on lookout for bold yeah. predictions um, something I like to do we'll see what happens I mean is it really that bold if we already know the bible right yeah. I mean, no, I'm no. not making any kind of no, crazy I... predictions because we kind of all know what happens
1: well yeah but yeah I don't know but is the boy a servant now? Or is he right as as his own? Home he said his too, son baby?
0: and a servant boy. Same age. Um, but yeah, so keep an eye on that. Uh, keep looking out for more signs. We'll see if it comes to fruition. But the next scene we have here is is uh, Jairus frantically searching in a synagogue office here. Yusuf comes in. He's like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, yeah, Um. I just had had a rough night. You know, my daughter's dying. That's all. Just (laughs) Uh, so Jairus is in there trying to find any information he can on on Jesus and healing and all this stuff. So uh, it's it's quite quite sad. Um, Jairus demands Yusuf take him. To Jesus, but of course, like everyone else, no one knows where Jesus is. Uh, so they go searching uh, for the disciples. Right? I think they they go to Andrew's house or something like that, um, where they find Judas, and Judas is kind of dismissive. And uh, basically, Jairus, <laughs> what's what's he say? If you have blood in your veins, you'll help me or something. Yes. Uh, so. So Judas sets out with them, try to find Jesus. Sorry, I have like the hiccups while I'm trying to talk, <laughs> uh, and that's kind of what happens. We're we're on the hunt for Jesus, just like everyone else in this episode. And the next scene we have is uh, a little conversation in Peter's house with Jesus and uh, Philip, Matthew, little James.
1: Oh, and, and I just, Andrew, I just read Luke's account of the centurion. Sorry, I'm like, and I, I, my mind's there. And I, I don't know. There was a cent, there a cent, centurion servant whom his master valued highly. So was sick and about to die.
0: Anytime and, you and, say and centurion, then, I think of a centaur i might be saying it wrong i don't know no 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 you're saying it right my mind just goes to that which makes this very interesting
1: and he was a man of power um he's like i myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me i tell this one go and he goes i tell that one come and he comes i say to my servant do this and he does it and i don't know man i think you're onto something i think you're onto something We'll so, see. Sorry. See what that was a digress. I just I didn't realize it was in both Matthew and Luke. And I was reading and I was like, ooh, interesting. <laughs> so all right. Sorry. I digress. All right. Um, yeah, dude, they're all sitting around, the people you just named, they're all sitting around at the at, you know, Peter's house without Peter. And yep.
0: poor <laughs> and- Eden's there just making food for everyone. Yeah.
1: I wonder if she is. Uh well man, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
0: Um apparently really, she makes some bomb pickled cucumbers. Yes. Which wouldn't those just be pickles. Yes.
1: Well, I mean I think you pickle but he thinks I don't know, like is it like a I Yeah, don't... but
0: isn't a pickled isn't a yeah, pickle yeah, yeah, just yeah. a cucumber? But like, I
1: think uh I think I think the process of pickling. <laughs> it's like a, I right. don't know. Whoever na-
0: if this if you speak the truth, whoever named pickles needs to be fired.
1: Well, maybe pickles were the first thing <laughs> that was pickled, and so, um,
0: so they're like, wait, we made this delicious treat called a pickle from a cucumber by pickling a cucumber, and now we're just going to go well, back. Well, no, but then they're like, well, what'd you you do? They call them pickled cucumbers.
1: No, no, no. Because then they're like, well, what did you do? And they're like, well, you know, I turned it into a pickle. And so they're like, well, how did you do that? I pickled it. I I don't know. Like, how do you, I don't really know. I'm just kind of
0: going with this. But this is an amazing, this is, again, (laughs) the reason why you listen to this show.
1: (laughs) So people that are very good at like canning and pickling things and, you know, um, please comment. post nick
0: you know nick yeah, Nick he... from showboys yeah, yeah, yeah he does big this. lover of pickles and pickled things we'll have to ask him yeah if there's know. a difference between yeah. a pickle and a pickled so as soon cucumber. as
1: we catch up we're gonna actually bring <clears throat> nick on we're gonna make a whole episode on this um, <laughs> yeah. and so just uh be yes. prepared for that because it's coming um so yes sir um we're back to the conversation yeah this is just a a weird so it's like you know i feel like this is one of those things that they you know they kind of got to squeeze all the scripture in and all like the you know lessons and so they're all sitting there and and um what's his name philip yes thank you Philip is like hey you know I actually have this question that's been burning inside of me it's just like I can't sleep at night um, he doesn't say that but I just presume that he is really thinking about this he's like you know John the Baptist when I was following him he really kind of pushed fasting you know and it was like a routine thing it was very you know like and it is what the what the the um, Pharisees, Pharisees do the Pharisees like so it, this is something that like I have a feeling they're going to use it as a weapon against us. So, and he's like, well, you know, and and this is where this is straight from scripture, um, but Jesus is kind of like I'm I'm going to paraphrase it. So, um, but he's like, you know, when how did he say it?
0: Basically, you can do I that when how, I'm gone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but but he's like you don't yeah, that's what it is. He's like do the the um wedding guests, do they do they, um,
0: fast when the bridegroom is here or like, do they feast? Do they grieve sex? the oh,
1: bridegroom
0: yes, 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 yes. while
1: they're there? I don't know. I'm really paraphrasing this. Um, but, and they're kind of looking at it and they're, you know, just kind of like, I don't, I don't fully <laughs> understand <laughs> think they, they actually right outside. They're like, I don't really understand what you're getting at. And they're like, well, like, you know, they they don't understand that he is the bridegroom in this, mm-hmm. you know, that that while the bridegroom is here, like, why would you fast? Like you're fasting, you know, after like, you know, right. you don't go to. A, a, yeah. So then he comes up with the analogy, uh, I, want, I don't know, metaphor. And I think this is a basically he's like, all right. Are you what do you have? He looks at Eden. And he's like, do you have wine back there fermenting? And she's like, yes, I do. And she's like, he's like, well, what does it look like? He's like, well, it's, she's like, it's, uh, like overflowing. It's kind of like bubbly. It's so what's happening is that fermenting is, is, um, there's gases being released as the, the, um, alcohol is being produced within there's gases that is like a byproduct of it. Right. So it's filling it up. It's kind of going, you know, it's expanding. Um, and so he's like, well, grab that, that, um, that, uh, Old wineskin. Wineskin, yeah, board. over there. And so they grab it. He's like, well, what is it like? He's like, well, it's hard. It's like a, it's not really, you know, you can't do anything. It's like a, it's like a mm-hmm. stone Like you can't really do much with it. And so he's like, well, what happened if you put it inside? And so, right.
0: um, yeah. Like, well, can great. I say, I never quite grasped this analogy. Until he just know, said it. As often as I ferment alcohol and then transfer said fermented alcohol into wineskins. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of flew over my head, but having this explanation, I was like, Oh, I get it. That makes
1: sense. Yeah. I, I think like, I, I feel like I understood it to some extent, but like the way he phrased it, I was like, that's, I think a good way to, to word it. Like I couldn't have worded it that way. You know, yeah. and it's like one of those things where love, I love like, Oh, like uh, go, go ahead. No, you go on. <laughs> okay.
0: I was just say I love how like um, how this parable comes to pass in the episode. They're like, we don't get it, and he just kind of like looks around for a sec, and he's like, uh, Eden, you are you fermenting any wine by chance?" Because he sees the wine skin hanging up. So it's like. You know, he's like, oh, how can I explain that to these dorks? Um, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. but whenever I, when we're reading scripture, we don't see those details or anything. So it's just like, he just, to me, it's just like he has all these parable cards under his sleeve. And he's as soon as anyone has a question, he's like, well, here's, here's the parable that we're going to do. But it was cool to see him like, at least in the show, work through like, how yeah, it, can i get these guys to understand what i'm saying oh okay there's a wine skin over there uh, are yeah. you fermenting wine by chance i don't know it just no, like you're, made you're it right.
1: cool you're right though i mean that's really weird because he does i i'm pretty sure jesus did come out of the womb just with a a, a deck of
0: yeah, the rolodex of parables. Of
1: things, you know, he never <laughs> had to really think or anything throughout yeah. his life. Because that's typically the—I'm sorry I'm being very snarky here, but like, that seems to be the consensus with people that he just kind of came out and he was just like, he had literally, like you said, a rolodex of of parables with him, and and mm-hmm. and so like, I just, I love, I liked that because it's it's very, it's real, right? You know, like he looks around and he's like, I got it which yeah. is actually more amazing that he could think on this feet rather than just like magically. Yeah. No, th- I don't know. I, I like, I like the way they do those types of things. I, I agree with their theology. So, you know, unfollow me, whatever you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no, I, I, like the way they, they present those types of things. I, I think it, I yeah. think it's, um, it's very intentional. And it's not like they just said, oh, you know, it'd be cool if we could do this. Like, I think there's a very large intent there to like, like he, he thought through things. And sometimes it wasn't like a thing that he worked out while he was in the desert for 40 nights and days. Right. Like he, he had ideas and, and they popped up at times and he thought of new ways to like, you know, um, connect with people. And so
0: I, I also want to point out to anyone who's listening to this, who watches the show, mm-hmm. maybe has some quarrels with things contained in episodes. Um, if you take the time to go and like do some digging on the uh, amount of, oh. of work that they like put into getting, getting, Uh, like writing the scripts and like checking accuracies amongst their like council (laughs) of theological experts or whatever. Um, Like it, it does seem like the, like he puts a lot of time and effort and thought into like being as accurate as possible, of course, because this is like a very sacred thing Right, this is our. We're creating a show about our Lord, like Jesus, the Messiah, mm-hmm. like God, right? Um, and it's being created by someone who lives their life following Jesus. It's this isn't being made by like an atheist or any secular entity that's just trying to like spice things up over dramatize thing like this like Dallas is making a show about his faith. So he's treating it, I think, you know, with all the care that he can and putting all the thought that he can into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So to your point, I think like he, I, th- I think he puts a lot of thought into all these details, all these tiny details. And with everything that we see in the show, there's intent behind mm-hmm. all of it, all the actions, all the, the lines of dialogue, all the camera framing and, and things like that. Like, yeah.
1: And I don't think he's doing it to be flashy. I mean, every time he does yeah. anything, there's somebody on whatever side they're <laughs> on yelling at him. <laughs> right. So it's like yeah. at this point, it's like, you do whatever you, you do and you make, make, uh, you make your, um, your stance on things. And so that's, you know, and, and if, yeah you know I, I i do like take light in people like you know i respect people's people's um thoughts on these things um but like you know i don't know i really like the way they they present these types of things um the other one was when he was um well there was multiple when he was um sitting there and he's like the salt if it's too salty if you do that <laughs> yeah, yeah, like working through it like like he you know, so there's, yeah, there's that, theology, you know, that, uh, arguments about that kind of like whether he, you know, knew it or not. And so that, that was where my, my snarky <laughs> baby with a Rolodex
0: yeah. um, this thing comes from. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, even after this amazing, the wine skin parable and stuff, mm-hmm. Andrew is still like, eh, if I'm being honest, I still I don't, don't get be it, a man. And, and-, <laughs> and so Jesus says, uh, the, the ways of the King kingdom I'm bringing into this world, they're not going to fit into old containers or frameworks. And then they're all like, Mm
1: -hmm. and that's, uh... that's the kind of, I feel like that's what I understood of that passage. Um, Because you're right. The first time, the first few times I read that, I was like, I have no idea. Like, I just couldn't really, it's like, well, it would. And I think too, because I didn't really fully understand that the
0: process of process of fermentation fermentation stuff yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: you know and so like that's why it didn't make any sense to me i'm
0: like that why wouldn't you put it in old wine skins that's you're saying like that's just being budget friendly why would you get a new wine skin every time you made wine
1: but it's implied that it wouldn't work and so i think that's like what you you get from that that passage and so like you know It is you're making something new and and new is always going to it's like if you make a new building, do you keep the old Mm -hmm. one? You can't keep the old one. You knocked out like, you know, I mean, there's there's some sort of structural change that's going to occur to create anything new. And if if you don't, then you're just building it upon either a weak foundation or you are trying. I don't know. Or you're really not something actually new. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I think in Matthew it, um, it it goes into a little more detail in what Jesus says during this because I think he even references something like patching new cloth with a piece of old cloth oh, or something yeah, like that.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: I think there's that, and maybe one other thing that he says that you wouldn't do with yep. old and new things. Um mm-hmm. yeah. It's good to know. Uh after that scene, uh we see uh Jairus Yusuf walking down the street, coming down the other side is Simon Z, Mary, and Tamar. Um and they're all heading to Peter's house. Everyone's hanging out at Peter's house. Except for Peter. Um yeah. Jairus and Yusuf come bursting in, um, shocking everyone. I should say startling everyone. Mm -hmm. And we have a a real nice scene here between Jairus and Jesus. Um, You want to, you want to talk about this one?
1: Yeah. I mean, Jairus is just, so I like, I love what my, my wife pointed this out. Um, So when he comes in, So I want to get this right uh, of what actually happens here. Sorry, but they came in and, and, you know, they, uh, Jesus especially knows like Yusuf is, is, you know, he's helped them. He's doing anything. He understands to some extent that Yusuf is like, you know, Shalom Yusuf. And there's this like, kind of like familiar smile to him. Like, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. and so, and here it is Jairus and he, I like my, my wife pointed out is that Jairus kind of walks up and it wasn't like straight to his knees. It was, there's this moment of like, like no words and it's just in awe. And, and I really liked that. I really liked the, mm-hmm. that, that picture of it because I think that's, I don't know. It's one of those things. I mean, you can look at it figuratively or literally like whether you're, you're coming to, to Jesus as, as as like, uh, spiritually or coming to him, like as Jairus does in person. Like, I think when you truly understand the idea and like the, you kind of just stand in awe for a moment. And so I love that he just kind of stands in awe and then just hits his knees. And so, and Jairus is kind of just at this point, like, You know, Jesus is kind of looking around, kind of like, I I don't, not that he doesn't, I mean, this happens, I imagine, quite often, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. and so um, he's just kind of, he's like, stand with me, get up, let's come here, you know, and so Jairus is just still just, he's just in, tears are welling up in his eyes, he's just, he is just still in awe, it's like he can't even find a word to say, and he's like, I have heard and I have read, I actually, accounts of um you know accounts yeah. maybe some guy who it. might be standing you, behind me, yeah, and know. so and, <laughs> and so, but he's like, you do miracles, you're a healer, and so he's he's looking at him, and um and he's like, well, you know at my my daughter she's sick, she's almost she's dying, like I need you, I need like you know, um like come like it it wasn't even it's this, I, I don't know. It's like come and lay hands on her and she will live. And like, dude, you don't, it's just not something you normally hear or even believe or, you know? Um, and I love Jesus's response. here. He's like, you, I don't even know if this is like, I, I need to reread. I, I should have re-re- went and reread this for this. That is my fault. But, um, you just reread it. Um, I don't know if he says that, but he's like, um, you just met me. You never met me. And he, you have this much faith that I can heal your daughter. Maybe that is that happened. Why does it sound familiar? But, um, and he's like, yeah, I know you, I know you. And he holds his heart. So, um, that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. There. But
0: yeah, I love how he kept saying that. Yeah, um, and
1: he's just like, take me to her. And it's this, I don't know, man. It's just, it's something I, I still don't, it's this faith. Right. And we're going to see this here in a moment. And and so like maybe we'll talk on this after. But like it's just there's something. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's just what what it is. But faith overworks. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. You kind of just get that like it's this he just it just seems like everyone he's like Jesus is amazed by their faith. Right. Like, I mean, that just seems to be the common consensus here. But they
0: I was just going to say I found in Luke Mm. chapter eight. um, This is Jairus's account. Uh, Well, this is the episode right here. It starts at um, verse 41 to the end. uh, But then a man named Jairus, the leader of local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus's feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who's about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went with them, he was surrounded by the crowds, woman in the crowd, suffered 12 years, blah, blah, blah. Um, He touched me. So there is no, in Luke at least, uh, wherever else this is uh, recounted may be a little more in detail, but um, they don't even have any dialogue between Jairus and Jesus um, until Until they get down to verse 49. Uh, while he was still speaking with her, a messenger arrived from the home of Jairus, told him, your daughter's dead. There's no use in troubling the teacher now. But when Jesus heard what had happened, he said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just have faith that she will be healed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, yeah, the rest is pretty accurate there.
1: So, okay. So, they, basically the next thing is, he's like, please, please come healer and jesus is like cool take me to her like let's go and just leaves just gets up and so his disciples and everyone's out and and you can see just this like distraught kind of look in eden so that is something that that we're kind of seeing this build like it's yeah you know (laughs) she's just not not um yeah she's not she doesn't even know how to process that feeling um, we're gonna
0: have another little James type conversation with Jesus mm-hmm. in a future episode with Eden yeah. here. Yeah. Um but I do wanna ask. <clears throat> yes. So we've been talking about the centurion with the servant, right? That Jesus just says you know, yes. Your servant's sealed, right? And doesn't even go. He just says, you know, your servant's sealed. When he gets back, everything's fine. And Jesus does some remote healing, right? <laughs> we're in we're in the, the society that works from home a lot. I work from home a lot. So Jesus was working from home that day and just uh, you know, remotely healed the centurion's servant, right? But here could have done the same thing, right? but he didn't. And uh, I found some commentary. That's interesting.
1: Can I speak on it before you read that? Just in case it sure. um, just for like um, one thing I noticed is that Jairus is like, come heal my daughter. He tells Jesus like "He his faith is like, what I need you to do is come heal her. You just come mm-hmm. lay your hands on her and you'll hear um, the centurion is like, I'm not even worthy of you to be in my house. Just please heal. Sure. Like, you know, so I don't know, like there's a, well, a yeah. And
0: of... the centurion is also like he's, he's paraphrasing. He's like, you can just say it and it'll happen. Like, yeah, you know, no, yeah, like they're... you were saying, I'm, I'm under someone and I have people under me. And when, I say, go do this, they go Mm -hmm. do it. Or when I'm told, go do this, they'll do it. So, uh, yeah, that's a great point. Um, Also, I want to say, well, I'll read this first, then I'll I'll talk about that. Uh, But, it says, just as in the case with the centurion's servant, Jesus could have healed the girl by just speaking the word, but he did as he was requested to do. Mm. That's what you said. Mm -hmm. This illustrates how the Lord ministers to us according to our faith. Apparently, um, this man's faith would not have received the miracle if Jesus had just ministered to him as he did the centurion. Therefore, Jesus ministered to him at the level where his faith was and didn't rebuke his little faith. Um, which is interesting. Um, and kind of goes along with a lot of things that we've already talked about on on the show, where like, um, Jesus doing these miracles, right? Uh, These works to demonstrate God's glory and God's power. And therefore the people witnessing the miracles leave having faith, right? Because they've seen something. So now their faith has been built. Um, The miracles are performed and, I don't say like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The word escaped me anyways. Granted, I don't know. Everyone who's asked for a miracle in the show and in scripture, Jesus makes a comment about their faith, right? Your faith is beautiful. Um, Your faith has healed you, et cetera. We're about to hear another one. We've yeah exactly we've heard it in episodes past we hear it in this episode here except um,
1: in Galilee he's huh? he's like yeah he just he's basically like you guys have no faith <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um, but I think that is that commentary makes a good point and it kind of goes along uh, with what you've s- said in a way. And what we've talked about in a way on the show so far is like Jairus had faith, obviously that Jesus could heal Mm -hmm. his daughter. He sought him out, right? Asked him to come lay his hands on her to heal her. Like he had faith, but also a real subtle thing in the captions during the conversation between Jesus and Jairus is when he comes in, Jairus comes in, he's like, he asks Jesus, you're a healer, question mark, the caption has. Mm -hmm. Not like, you're a healer, period. So he had faith that Jesus could do this miracle because of all the things he's read, all the accounts he's seen and heard, the testimonies he's heard. But maybe he still has just a little bit of, not necessarily unbelief or doubt, but like, a question mark because the dialogue has a question mark. So I think that's kind of important. So I think it kind of ties into that commentary of like Jesus going with Jairus who asked him to come, like you said, Um, but like going with him, being with Jesus as he did this miracle, Mm -hmm. like met him where he was faith wise. And then, built upon that faith. I don't know. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, no, it, it is like, I think that's the kind of level I understand. I mean, that's the, that's the point I, I understand Jesus at is that he kind of meets you at where you're at. You know, I think that's the, that's the, I think that's the, I don't want to say archetype, but like that's, it, it seems to be what makes him different not different but like I think I you're know.
0: right though you're, it's not you're... different
1: I'm trying not to I'm trying to come up with a better word here but like um it's just it's it just seems a little bit different than what we understand God to be in the Old Testament I I don't know, like, and it, and I I chose my word specifically there is understand, you know, I didn't say of who he was, but, but our understanding of Jesus is a little bit different because it it is, it's like, you know, this, this works, this thing of like, you need to cleanse yourself. Well, you know, what we're going to see is that people that are quote unquote unclean seeking Jesus out and Jesus meets them where they're at. So it's clearly different, a different idea of it. And so I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it it seems like he just meets people where they're at. And that's yeah. like what he's known for. I don't know. Like, I, just, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I, I feel it spiritually, yeah. you know, that's the, you know, in that kind of idea is like, well, I mean, if
0: he didn't meet people where they're at, uh, a lot of people would be doomed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, um, my, yeah, I'm I mean, not that's... excluding myself from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, um, that's
1: what. That's what. You know what? That's what. Um, let's see if I can find it. Um, Dallas Jenkins said today something about like it being, it's like redemption, right? Yeah, like, yeah. um, that you know that that is what what it is.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a correlation Sorry, here to be made too. So. Follow me on this, and <laughs> this could get crazy, so oh boy. there's your warning. There seems to be a correlation between what we see God do, what we see Jesus do, and our level of faith. And our level of where we're at. Right? <clears throat> the the goal. Jesus. 100% does meet us where we're at. But the goal is not to stay there. Right? The goal is to grow. To deepen your relationship. Your understanding. And your, your faith. And we see. Out scripture with his disciples when they can't do things like cast out demons right or when they're in the boat during the storm and they're freaking out like me, there's many other times too where mm-hmm. jesus is like yo you dingus like if you just you you guys have such little faith like if you had just a little bit more faith. Like you could have you could have cast out the, the demon out of that kid, right? Or you could have calmed the storm. You didn't have to be afraid. Peter, if you just had a little bit of faith, like you wouldn't have fallen into the water. You would have stayed on the water with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um
1: <clears throat> Which hold on. I, I'm sorry, no, I'd actually go on. I don't want you to lose your thought.
0: No, okay. Um I'm okay. not saying that
1: I made you lose your thought.
0: No, no, no. I'm trying to figure out the, the correct <laughs> way to say this. <laughs> I don't think Jesus holds anything back from us, but us being able to fully grasp and obtain all that, that he has for us is limited by our faith. Does that make sense?
1: It does. I mean, that's
0: yeah. Could could it no, be the lack of miraculous things that we see here in the West, in America, be directly related to the amount of faith the American church has?
1: I don't. I don't. I don't know because you have things that like like Bethel. Right. Where I think they had that. I think I, they had that thing where they were like praying for healing for somebody. And like, they were like, don't go to, I don't know, something, something like really weird. That it, right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it was like, don't go to a doctor, but like, we're, we're going to pray that they like raise the, from the dead or something. It was like some, you know, like, which, you know, it's the, which in, in all actuality, like we're about to read a, a thing that's, like resurrection. Like, I mean, that's what we're about to read in this, but then like, it is a level of, but then when you see it in this modern context, like you're like, this is really odd. And you're like, you shouldn't be doing that. And like, and so it, and I, I even, I don't know. It's such a weird concept. This isn't something like, I feel like I need another like 10 years of wrestling with the (laughs) idea of miracles. Like, I, I, like, I don't have a, a, like this great answer to it. And I'm sure people that have thought about it for time, a long time. And, and some people probably have like stock answers to this type of thing, but I just don't, I'm not there yet. I need, a. I need like another like 10 years of wrestling before I even, right. I think even graze the surface of this because like, <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously though, but I, I've heard the ideas that like, you know, that there's this hunger for it in other countries that like, you know, there's things happening that are like, uh, you know, people being like, like you hear about it, like people like healing in other countries. And because I don't know the movements, it's more, more severe over there. It's not this, and it's become this like normalized culture over here. And that's why we don't, I, I'm not, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if that's, I, I subscribe to that. Um, But like, I don't know. I've also heard some people say that like, you know um these were in fulfillment of the scriptures. So and now that the scripture, the, the, um, the, the, I can't, the the word that I'm looking for is, um, oh my goodness. I can't think of the word, the complete culmination of the Bible. It's obviously the Bible, but there's another word I'm looking for right now. And so, um, if you're listening right now and you hear it, um, comment, no, um, it's the, excuse me, it's like at the tip of my tongue. And so it's driving me crazy that I can't think of, you know, it's going to be great. I'm going to think about it. After we stop recording, it's going to be like, it's it's going to come right in there. Yep. Yeah, and so can't think of it. All right, so I'll, it's not not important, but you get what I'm saying is that like it was in fulfillment of this of scripture being completed, and now that that's completed, there's no need, not need for it, but that doesn't. So I've heard like different random things, and I don't. I hadn't thought enough about him and I don't, I don't even know if like 10 years is enough. Maybe I need 20 years, maybe I need 30 years. Maybe I'll never understand this at all. I don't know, but it's not an easy thing to grasp and it's not something to take lightly either. You know, like, hmm. like there's a lot of accounts for this. And so if you want to, you want to argue whether like this is like real or not, or whether it's a story, whether it's not like, you know, cause I, I haven't seen anyone be resurrected. Actually. I don't know. I've seen people be, not like video I've seen like the idea of I mean, I'm not in the medical field, so I haven't seen it, but like people being shocked, you know, with, with, uh, um, Defibs man, like word. Stuff. Yeah. Defibrillation. Like, I words are not my strong suit tonight. <laughs> um, but so I, I don't know how I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, just, just an observation of, things i'm I'm learning personally like in this oh, I hate using this word this season mm. <laughs> but uh no things that i'm I'm learning uh going through right now, but it it also ties into a lot of what we see in the chosen um and what we read in scripture you see those those words and those sentences. I don't want to say thrown around, but they're they're used a yeah. lot in all these accounts. So just something, something to think about. I'm not uh, sitting here proclaiming an answer one way or the mm-hmm. other uh, or saying that I've uh, figured it out or anything out, but it was just something that popped into my head while we were talking about it. And I don't know, something we should all think about wrestle with and try to dig into in our, our, our own times here. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean,
1: it, it's hard because when you talk about these things, it's like your mind wants to rationally understand it. And then mm-hmm. even, even to, even to take a step farther, you want to rationally argue for it. And there is no, like, I can't sit here and talk to, for instance, an atheist scientist, right. And it, it's it just, an atheist in general. And they're like, well, like, you know, trying to argue for, you're trying to argue for an idea of like healing or resurrection at the, like at the, the very far extreme of it. And it's like, there is no, I can't, I can't argue that. I can't, there is no, and that's where the level of faith comes into. And the faith is, you know, um, uh, Hebrews explanation of um, faith, but um, it's like your, your understanding of I can't remember what Hebrews, scripture. scriptures, (laughs) I think this is, you know, we're going to start doing our podcast at seven in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Me and James, our roles will be completely
0: flipped. (laughs) we have
1: been working since like 630 this morning and it is fine. What is it? Like 1030 at night for you listeners on the podcast. So it's been a long day, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I don't, there's just no, it's just not an easy thing to, to, to even, I don't know. It's, it's irrational. It it is. It's so irrational. Logical. No, it's a good way. It, it, it's irrational. So yeah, um, we 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 you know following true to our long podcast. But um, <laughs> so there, here we are. We're kind of it. It the whole episode is culminating to this like these final scenes here of like craziness, pandemonium. They're just losing it. Um, crowds. Um, they see Jesus. Um, he's there like you know that they, they did not what
0: I have the scene playing and uh, <laughs> it, was, it was the part where little James just bites the dust <laughs> why is that <it> funny <laughs> I, I was not expecting it even though I've seen it this is my third time seeing it it's just little James just gets trampled over <laughs>
1: there. um well he yeah and I mean they're all fight I mean they're like
0: It's pandemonium. It is a great word for it. Yeah. I mean, they are just, um, can I ask you something about this scene? Sure. I was concerned because Peter was still at the cistern. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, are we, are we not going to get the, like, I wanted to see how this line would be delivered in the show of like, Jesus being like, Oh, who touched me? And then Peter being like, "What are you talking about? You see all this? Uh-huh. Everyone's touching you." Like I was just like, "Oh, he's not even there." And and Beck's like, "Oh, maybe it was the other Simon." And I'm yeah.
1: like, "I don't know. No, I feel he, like it was
0: it was Peter, but he he, he makes it he eventually."
1: Makes it <laughs> so, Were you
0: concerned at all about that? Or
1: no, I was not because I have not read this story recently, like fully. Is that what you're talking about? Like because.
0: Yeah, because, uh, like, in, in uh, I think, both accounts that I've read in Matthew and Luke, Sime, yeah. um, you know, they're walking, the The lady with the issue of blood reaches out, grabs his, you know, the, the trim of his robe, um, and Jesus stops, and he's like, wait, someone touched me, I felt the power leave me, and Peter's like, like, everyone's touching you, Jesus, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, no, no. Who touched me? Um, and they kind of stop the 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 chaos here in the street. And um, you know, Veronica's just kind of laying on the, the ground behind Jesus after touching the the hem of his his garments here, which they kind of have a little exposition earlier in the episode between Thaddeus Nathaniel and Veronica, which <clears throat> to me was like I get they're like trying to explain the like cultural history of this significance of what she actually does instead of just like letting it play out like they do in scripture. Cause I don't think they explain it in detail like this, but apparently at least what they say in the show, I'm no historian or a uh, cultural expert here, but they basically believed if, if someone was holy enough and you just touched their clothing basically that like you know some of that uh holiness righteousness would would transfer from that person to you so veronica's like you know i'm i'm not clean yet but like i don't even have to touch him like i just need just let me grab a hold of his you know the trail of his robe or whatever um and so here that's what she she does she breaks through the crowds uh Reaches out, grabs a little, little lock of his robe, and Jesus stops, and we have that whole conversation. And uh, man, what a, what a scene here! Interaction between Veronica and Jesus.
1: Yeah, this is. I mean, it's it's deep. So he, yeah, he screams, "She touches me!" And he's like, "Whoever touched me, come forward." And so, um, <laughs> Yusuf is like, teacher looks down at like, you know, yeah. the woman that's kind of just,
0: I love the look Jesus gives him. He's like, I know who touched me, I know me, who dude. touched me, Yusuf. I know
1: <laughs> uh, he does it in a nice, full, playful way. Like he does, you know, but, um, <laughs> it
0: is so great. it was a good one. Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, so she's down on the ground and, and so that was where she was just so happy. She was ecstatic. She was something, you know, she, she clear like what her interaction her actions are showing that she clearly was healed right like she was healed in some capacity here and so uh, when he she he, when he's saying this kind of sternly she finally was like oh like this like you know like yeah. kind of uh straightens oh, up and it's like oh <laughs> oh no like i did something wrong she felt shame in that moment she almost felt like shame like she went maybe that's not uh, too far maybe a, a presumptuous of me but like um I don't know. It's appeared to me. She, she had this, like, like she did something wrong. Like she should not have done what she did.
0: Yeah. Know? Cause she, she says something like, don't worry. I'm like, I didn't actually yeah. touch you. So you're not unclean. So like, you don't have to worry about that. No. Yeah. And I know, I know I should have asked,
1: but, No, but that's, you know, that's what it was is that for a split second, she was new. She was this new person. And mm-hmm. then in an instant, she, you know, by saying like, who touched me. And like, she kind of gets this, she instantly reverts back to like this old self of like, you know, it's like, it's like this flip so quick, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. she's like, I, I'm healed. But then now it's like, you know, she had that excitement. It's new. Like it doesn't matter, you know? And then now it's this like, uh, um, like, you know, Oh, like I'm actually, I shouldn't even be touching you actually. Like I, I feel, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. actually I'm unclean. Um, yeah. I have no family. I have no, like nothing i actually like and she it's almost like she believes that again very quickly but yeah
0: but um, then i think almost quickly as quickly as that happened she's like but i'm not anymore mm -hmm. like i'm not bleeding anymore like like all i all i had to do was was touch touch you and like i'm healed and it's just Oh man, she she's crying. She's like I'm right. I, I was right. I was right. And um yeah, there there's a cool moment here. She Jesus says, "Who told you I could heal?" and she says a man from the pool. And Simon Z is standing there and they look Jesus looks over at him and Simon Z is like touched in his heart. He's like, "Oh, that's my brother. My brother told her." Uh, which is awesome. Um And she's like, yeah, and he was right. Like, the blood stopped. And um, Jesus calls her his daughter. And she, you know, continues on saying, like, you know, my family disowned me. Like, I'm no one's daughter. And, oh, man, he's just like, yeah, of course you are. And calls her daughter again. It's just like, it's such a.
1: Yeah, that is deep. That hit me a little bit.
0: Yeah, and he, he goes on to say, it wasn't my piece of clothing that healed you. There's
1: one line that he oh, says that I'm man. just like...
0: It was your faith. Um, Such a good scene.
1: Yeah, I don't... I'm trying to see if this is in scripture. I mean, I know this is in scripture, but like what he says... He's like, yeah. uh, was this Mark five and Luke what Luke eight?
0: Yeah, it's uh at the end of Luke eight. Actually,
1: um, still have it pulled up here. Yeah, but when he says, "You have blessed me today," I, I was that is that in scripture? Is that in Luke? Because it's not it doesn't seem. like
0: um, it's Um, no. Says, who touched me? Every everyone denied it. Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me. I felt the healing power go out from me. Woman realized she couldn't stay hidden. She fell, began trembling in front of him. Whole crowd heard her explain why she touched him, that she'd been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to you, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking to her messenger, arrived from the home of Jairus. And we move on to
1: Mm, Okay. Uh, So that was a creative liberty, but.
0: um... I'm sure. Okay. Don't get mad at me, (laughs) but I'm sure. Jesus seeing us live out our faith. Probably does bless him. And by Mm -hmm. bless him, I mean, make him happy. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's, it's gotta be one of those proud parent, Moment things where you're like, Ah, yes, child, like you're doing it. Mm-hmm.
1: That is, yes, yeah. that's, that's what I, I, I guess, see in this, in this. I guess when you look at the father daughter motif here, you, you understand. I, 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 get, I get it, yeah. No, that would be, ble- I would say that's blessed is the right word to use there. You know, it's like, Yeah, I mean, I can imagine, yeah, no. Honestly, I mean, I don't think we need to go for it. But like, yeah, I think it blessed is a really good way to put the especially looking at it is this because they made it clear and, and it's clear in scripture. I mean, daughter, you know, and it's mm-hmm. clear when you have a lady, you know, somebody that. Um, it doesn't actually say in scripture, I'm trying to I'm trying to, to pick out, you know, what um, is 12 year old. No, surrounded by crowds.
0: Well, if you take into account the beginning of clean part one. James big James and John in the synagogue with Zeb and the the uh, Pharisee is reading about the ritual clean cleanliness thing whatever ritual cleansing Mm -hmm. and he's going through (laughs) all of the things
1: yeah I guess you know happen when you are
0: unclean you kind of like if you can see the length that they went into and describing that I think it's a, a good inference to make that if this, if mm-hmm. she has dealt with this for 12 years, that yep. people yep. probably disowned her.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, definitely.
0: Yeah. Also, I couldn't imagine 12 years. That's just.
1: Yeah. And that's where, you know, he kind of says too, and they're like, he's like, you've, what did he say? He's like, uh, it's been difficult. Like, um, like he, <laughs> I can't imagine you doing what you went through, you know, like, um, cause I can't imagine that. I just don't, I don't even know what to, and it's a lot of, I think it's, you know, the element an ailment is one thing, but like you just said, like the fact that, you know, when people, when women are, 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 are menstruating, like in this, like you can't, you're, you're, you're separated because you're unclean at that point, you know, no one can touch yeah. you. And so being like that, you're separated, you have no family. Like that's the hard, I mean, that's like the real hard part is like, you know, suffering is one thing, but suffering on your own is just a whole next level kind of um, yes. struggle, you know, like that's, you know, man.
0: I so. also want to point out after this, Jesus disperses the crowd and basically is like, you know, I know you all want to talk to me. We'll get <laughs> I love, to like, it. The, but
1: I... the public service announcement here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all right, everyone.
0: <laughs> going to need you to break up here. Uh-huh. Uh, but one thing to note, our notable Roman uh, Gaius, it's lurking in the background here of the crowd. He sees what happens. Just saying. Mm, just saying, but, yeah. No, he sees it. it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, no, here we are. And so he's like, you promise I'll see everybody. But now, right now, I got to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: like, Jairus is probably like, this is great, but can we? Yeah, no, that's not what he's what he's doing here, but I imagine... Yeah, and- uh that's where my mind would go but uh there there's like a a cute i don't know if cute's the right word uh a, a touching scene here after after the fact veronica asks for a knife which me and my wife were like what the heck <laughs> Lindsay uh, said that
1: too and i was like clearly it's for blah blah blah
0: yeah, I was like, man, is she about to go stab that dude who kept calling her unclean and throwing oh his God. laundry on her? <laughs> but no, no. Uh she she cuts off her uh contraption, which mm-hmm. probably was felt very freeing for her as someone who's mm-hmm. dealt with this for it's like, you know, unlocking the chains, right? Uh so that was cool. And then uh the last we see of Veronica she uh, makes her way out to the the water of course to partake in her cleansing as part of the ritual right she's got to go clean Mm -hmm. off in the water so that's what she does and it's just like such a a beautiful moment because like this thing that held her in bondage for so long like Mm -hmm. she is free from and she you could see it all over her um her vibe there at the end, which was really, really cool. Uh, but alas, <coughs> Jesus and Jairus and crew, uh, which crew is Yusuf, Peter, big James, and John, uh, make their way to Jairus's house. Of course, the, the doctor guys stand outside, um, as they're kind of turning the corner, Jairus is like, Hey, wait, hold on a second. You guys hear that? Um, and once you know, we've got a couple f- flutists. What What is a flute player called? I've never, never had to like say, anyways, we've got a couple yeah, I you know. hear a couple flutes and some wailing women. And Jairus is like, wait a second. Why did you hear I... that? Yeah, you do very faintly. It's just like,
1: no, I know I was quoting. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Usually I get you with the, with the oh. sarcasm. Um, that was that was good delivery james <laughs> um, so
1: yeah he's like do you hear that and
0: the doc comes around the corner and Jar's like wait what are you doing dude i told you not to do that like she was sick like i was just going to get the healer and uh the, the doc kind of breaks the bad news to him that his daughter passed away
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so So, uh, yeah. And he's just
1: like, so I, I'm went to go get, he's like, well, no, like I went to go get, you know, rabbi, this teacher, like Mm -hmm. I, you know, and so there's this, this viewpoint of the, of the, of the doctor. That's just like, no, like, you know, it's, I'm sorry, but like, this is, this is, which is like every rat, which is what you're, it's like your, your rational side of your brain is like, you know, that's what it argued. It's like, okay. So like, this is what like there is, you know what I mean? Like, it's like this, this like war of the, the, the angel on your shoulder and the devil on your other, you know, like there's this one saying like, no, it's done. But then there's this other, like, I don't know how to describe it because you want to be like, cause you're like walking and you're like, he's with Jesus. Like, you know, there he's going to, he's going to make it all better. And and it's so easy to kind of like forget this viewpoint of this healer that's like really just following tradition like they're their their they're Jewish tradition at this point of like, wailing you know what I mean? And like of mm-hmm. like, OK, like you need to grieve this and this is what this wailing's for. And this is what the you know. And so I don't know. It's 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 easy to kind of be like you punk, you know, like you're <laughs> you're like yeah. you're telling him to 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 go grieve his daughter while Jesus is there. And it's just, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. easy to, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but Jesus looks at him and he's like, it's going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Uh. He says, what does he say here in the show? <laughs> he is like, no, I was getting Jesus. I went as fast as I could. Uh, and Jesus says, do not be afraid. Only believe
1: Yep,
0: she will be well. Uh, they really take a lot of time to transfer the captions there, but
1: yeah, but Jesus uh, overheard them and said to Jairus, Don't be afraid, just have faith. That's from,
0: yeah, um, I have it right here on my phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid, just have faith, and she will be healed. So, yeah, I mean, it's like straight, straight up. Um,
1: big old red letters, and um, so.
0: You know the the doctor's like, you know, like, you guys just stay here, Jarvis, We need to go inside. And Jesus is like, no, 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 she will be well. And they they walk inside, leaving the doctor outside.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, no, they go in there, and it's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't. This is kind of, <laughs> I I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is from. I mean, this is in Mark five. I feel bad
0: for laughing, 39. but like this concept well, is hilarious. The,
1: oh, the way. Wh- all right, oh, the whaling. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's I think pretty traditional, but they. Well, what's weird is that I didn't. Maybe this is something that I don't understand, but I thought when I because I've heard whaling before. I've heard not like heard it, um, like in, but like I've heard. Of, of the it? idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I figured it was like wailing of like the one that's grieving is wailing, and right. so like I I I, I want to do my own little research here and figure out like like this because it stuck out of me so quick. I'm like, they pay people to wail,
0: right? Yeah, I, and I was that, like, that, okay, that I so it, what you say makes sense, like the family wailing of course oh. of sadness or so, like they got flute players and like maybe by wailing they mean like they hire some singers to like sing like sad the, songs and it, no they're they just hire people to pretend to cry while people play flutes
1: and I mean I wouldn't say they pretend I think there's you know if you're doing that job there's still probably a level of like sympathy and empathy that they have towards the situation so yeah but I do like I mean when he said he I'll just snap out of it pretty quick (laughs) yeah why all this commotion and weeping this child isn't dead she's only asleep and they all like right there, they're in their um, detachment from, from this whole thing is, is evident because they kind of just like laugh. And so yeah. I'm really curious to see like, do they, are, was this like a paid position or was this like, I know you like you locked yourself in the house for a day. I don't know. I, I want to probably like seven days or something like that. But well, like, yeah,
0: cause they, we talked about that whole oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah earlier yeah. on. Yeah. That's like a, thing that's like a week so, long thing.
1: I Yeah, I don't know. At that's the start of the episode they mind.
0: he the doctor talks about hiring yeah. these people so I, talks about what a, they can afford so Maybe that's know.
1: a thing though. So I don't know. I I had no idea.
0: Yeah, but they are they yeah, they just immediately stop and they start laughing and they're like, "Are you crazy?" Like there's a girl up there. She's dead. <laughs> And he says, you know, exactly like he's like, no, just just leave. Just leave, please. Uh and we we get we get we get the scene upstairs, man.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, yep. after after he kicks all of them out. Um even the dock. Yep. Even the dock. And so Jairus heals uh heals. Um <laughs> he um invites Jesus in and the three disciples up and the, the mother's like, who in the world? Like, what are you doing? Get like, you know, and she's just not, not having it, but he, you know, she's dead. She has a sheet over her and Jesus, you know?
0: Yeah. I could only imagine like (laughs) seeing some random dude you've never met in your life. Go up and like, start while you're, hand of your deceased daughter uh-huh. like while you're grieving her just recent passing. Uh, yeah, I could I could I could understand the mother here in this situation.
1: Yeah, this is. Yeah, I don't know. It's like there's an awkwardness to the... I was trying to like process my my feelings, not my feelings, but like. There's just a like. There's a there's an uncomfortability to watching this, isn't there? Did you have that? Like because it's some no something so unnatural.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean like it's it's even though all the other things we've witnessed have been unnatural, like there's something there's like another layer well, when yeah, you're this talking is... about death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he grabs her hand, leans over, whispers into her ear, little lamb, arise. In scripture, he says, My child, get up. At that moment, her life returned. She immediately stood up, which is what she did in the show. And then scripture goes on to say, then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were overwhelmed, but Jesus insisted they not tell anyone what had happened, which, you know, we've seen that a few times in the show and we see it in scripture. uh, But I like the explanation we get here about why, Um, Mm -hmm. because I've always wondered, like, why, why do you want people not to tell? Um, but he goes on to say in the episode here, like, you know, this is going to bring some unwanted attention probably to your family. If this, you know, gets out and not all of it will be good. Uh, but he even tells Peter, uh, big James and John not to tell the other disciples, which that I'm not, do you like maybe after we talk about Jairus's, uh, reaction here or maybe like before maybe maybe before if you have a thought but do you, do you know why he tells uh, the three sorry hiccup attack Um, why he tells the three that are with him not to tell the other disciples
1: no do you have an answer for that
0: no yeah, I genuinely don't, I don't... curious because I... <clears throat> doesn't he also do that uh, sorry reflecting on something I read in Luke uh-huh and something that's talked about church this week. Uh, when Jesus goes up on the mountain with, uh, I think it's the same three, right? Uh, John, James, and, and Peter goes up on the mountain. Moses and Elijah come down. Jesus is transfigured. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Jesus tells them not to tell anyone until he's gone. So I wonder why.
1: I don't know that, I mean, to think about, I, I don't know, think about what that crowd before, that crowd is like pandemonium, right? And mm-hmm. it's because they want to heal. Imagine what it would be if, if you have somebody that can raise somebody from the dead.
0: No, I get like no, the I, public, but like the disciples?
1: Oh, okay, I see. Well, I mean... a stumper I don't know I can't think and and, um I don't know I don't know I don't have an answer for that
0: if you have an answer listeners please let us know um
1: well, people couldn't even really understand anything as well, Big James was one of them. He was right there with them right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um they they couldn't even understand going out and healing people when they did. So I mean, what uh,
0: Yeah, but that w- that was them doing the action. I think they all have seen Jesus do enough miracles by this time uh to like know that he can do those things mm-hmm. right I don't know it's an interest I'll have to ask uh I'll have to ask my pastor and I'd be interested if you does he
1: say that in scripture?
0: Uh yes. He says her parents were overwhelmed but Jesus oh um he's he in regarding this story with, with uh, Jairus and his daughter. He just says at least in Luke Jesus insisted that they not yeah. tell anyone what had happened. He doesn't mention uh, who he's talking The to. disciples don't tell the others. Yeah, it's uh, or same He just says that. But I do know that when completely different story not related to the chosen <clears throat> but when Jesus goes up on the mountain and is transfigured Elijah, Elijah and Moses come down Peter, James, and John are there. He does tell them not to tell the others after that. Like, he's like, when we go down, don't tell the others. So I want to know.
1: And it's the same three.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's where they're really, Yeah, they, they could have got the idea from that scripture, too. Interesting. Anyways, um, so Jairus, obviously, and and his wife, taken aback, right? But uh, I loved Jairus's response. Like he just like walks up to Jesus and can't say anything else, but thank you. And it's just like, I don't know. That part got me. Um, It's, it's simple, but I think it's beautiful Mm -hmm. because I've, I don't know. I've had moments like that where I just, I, I, I couldn't think of anything else to say besides thank you Jesus and I I love the response uh because sometimes like you don't have to say anything else really you know like thank you Jesus is enough like mm-hmm. you could just and, and that's that's kind of what Jesus says here and uh, I don't know I like I, I resonate that resonated with me
1: It's almost like it's this. I think sometimes thank you like a true thank you is like a there's like a sincerity to it. Like there's like a stance of. I don't know. I don't know. I I have this whole thought going, but I, I don't I don't I don't want to take a rant on it. Um. But yeah, no, it is it there is something about that that is unique and kind of special.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: in And the fact that it's like it's like uh it's I don't know why this is hitting my head, but it's like you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Anyway, <laughs> right? And like this like back and forth of like yeah, no yeah, one yeah. wants to but like for you to say thank you like you're ending you're the last word in something
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: think there's like there's something does do you go know I'm, I'm I'm getting at there it's like your your talk it, it, it especially when you say thank you Jesus it's like your talk it, it, if you're talking to Jesus and you have hold the belief that he is you know god right or or this this you know archetype or whatever you want to call it right he's this culmination of of it when you're saying thank you like it's it's like you're making the final word with the creator. Like that's that's. I think there's something humbling about that. Is it the right word for it? I don't know. I I think it's. Mm-hmm. Does it get what I'm kind of getting at? Yeah, or is it just so. it's just a slate <clears throat> and I'm just ranting?
0: No, no, yeah, it, that makes sense, and I think, uh, like you're saying, the sincerity of it, like. Um, like on the, the inverse, if you're, if you go to somebody and you like sincerely apologize for something like mm-hmm. a wrong you did, right? Like that takes a lot to do that, right? To go to somebody that you wronged in some way and sincerely apologize to them. Mm-hmm. I find that that same thing coming to somebody in this case, coming to Jesus and sincerely saying thank you can be equally as hard. And like you said, humbling because you're, you're like admitting that somebody did something for you. Right. And sometimes it's hard to admit that, that, you needed to rely on somebody for something. Yeah. Right. So like sometimes just coming sincerely and it's almost a, uh, a form of submission. Now that I'm thinking about it, mm, there like it is. Yeah. you're like, you realize like, thank you. It's all I can say. Thank you. Because I know that without you in this case, like, whatever XYZ would not be possible. And I know that I can't do what you're doing. And so like thank you. I don't know. Maybe maybe that uh comparison to submitting isn't correct. No, yeah. No, that, it kind of that's it, right. It best summarizes mm-hmm. what I'm trying to explain.
1: No, that's good because it, it kind of falls in line with what I was saying. It's like you're submit like to take what you're saying is you're submitting yourself. And at that point, like you're having a dialogue going back and forth, back and forth. Jesus, do this for me. I'll do this and this. And you're going back and forth to the point that you finally say, I I, kind of said you ended it with the last word, but I was wrong. You say, thank you. And you're ending it there. But what does Jesus say?
0: thank you for your faith well he says in the show Uh, but yes you're right yes and and
1: by saying thank you for your faith he's saying you're like Mm -hmm. in it to some extent right and so like I guess you don't get the last word but you're at least abruptly ending your expectations of what he will do you're thanking him and not expecting more Mm -hmm. right and that's yeah which is submitting right you're submitting yourself to so that's good yeah that's good I'm glad we could add on another 15 (laughs) minutes talking about the words thank you.
0: (laughs) Hey, man, this stuff's good stuff. I know we're both tired as crap, but you know what? As long as our episodes are, I think there are at least, even if it's just for me and you to work through these things, like, there's good stuff. So I the significance
1: one, of thank you. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. Um so now when I thank people, I'm gonna have like a whole new outlook on it. Uh but I hope I hope listener, if you're still here with us at this minute mark, like one, you're a trooper, thank you. Yeah. But two, I hope that like You're listening these... to it
1: on like one point five. Like how could you yeah, not? <laughs> come on, exactly. Uh
0: but no, I I I hope that, that you're getting as much mm-hmm. as I know I get out of having these conversations, but I think uh, that's like a mutual thing you and I share about having these conversations is um, yeah, we, we get a lot just talking to each other about this thing. So hopefully uh, it does something for you guys too. Uh, but yeah, the, Jesus and crew, they, they leave Jairus's house and who's waiting out there for him. None, but Yusuf and the doc, who I think I saw the caption, he's a rabbi. So um, yeah. he's out there and he's like, Hey,
1: did you yes, or
0: did you not touch a corpse or anyone with you touch a corpse? And they're like, dude, why don't you just go in and see? And basically he scolds them for, you know, doing that. And of course, uh, Yusuf brings up the lady with the blood, I think, because Yusuf's being a dingus. And basically he sh- he scolds them for being unclean. And they need to go do their ritual cleansing or whatever. And Jesus is like, what if i don't and he's like i'll write a letter which is the most karen thing ever
1: Uh, it Um, it reminded me of you watch the office right when uh when uh dwight's like all right well i will write a letter to this and then and he goes through the whole list of what he'll do yeah, and he's like, and basically, yeah, I don't know, I, I can't decide. I can't remember <laughs> what it is, but he goes, it's a really long thing. I will go. Oh, it's the uh, first one's a warning. The second one, I'm going to do this, and then he goes to like, and it's like step eight, and he gets like a written notice war for... <laughs> like you know, <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll take that. Jim's like, I'll take that, but um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. But, uh, but I don't want to glaze over this that they're at the so now they're at the water and said Mm -hmm. he, they, I think it's really, but they were like, all right, you need to go. You know, he's like, uh, what did he say? Like, well, guess what we got to do now. So they go to the water, which you had brought up earlier that Veronica was at the, the, the sea of the sea. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing that's, yeah. The sea of Galilee. All right. I don't know. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Say it confidently. I'll believe you.
1: I don't want to say it.
0: Uh, they're 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 at the water.
1: Yeah, no, it, yeah, I I would, I would assume that is. And so, um, they're at the water. (laughs) We'll just confidently say that. And yeah, and Jesus and all of the disciples go swimming and they're like frolicking like little kids at this point. I don't know. (laughs) Flicking water at each other, hugging each other, dancing on each other's shoulders.
0: Um, (laughs) Veronica's still there. She's like, oh, what am I in trouble or something? Um, but, but, uh, yeah,
1: but what's there is is Eden and she's she's looking upon everyone happy and she is just about to burst yes and so she is just yeah
0: so three very quick things mm-hmm. uh, one my wife was like why are they going into the water and I was like well actually let me show you I went back to clean part one played that scene uh, in the synagogue I'm like they've I of course like one we talk about it on the yeah. show, but like yeah, I watch a lot of shows, so I'm like, okay, that meant something, so that's gonna come into play. So they're they're performing the ritual cleansing that they talked about in part one. Two Veronica, when she comes out of the water, I looks like a totally different person. Like uh up to this point, like facially like she had uh like they had some some good makeup on her to make her look like she has been suffering with a condition for 12 years you know exhausted bags under the eyes like she was looking rough um when she comes out of the water and is talking to mary and jesus and tamar like did you notice that she just looked (laughs) like a completely restored person uh uh-huh. Um and then three, lastly, the music here, they're partying, right? It's a happy, joyous scene. Music matches that vibe. But uh when the camera slowly starts to pan back towards Eden, they do such a cool thing with the music. Uh with just distorting it just oh so slightly. Uh, kind of slowing down the tempo a little bit um, and making it and turning it into this joyous, like celebratory vibe into like an eerie somber, like something is definitely about to happen with Eden. Like she is not feeling this Mm -hmm. (laughs) same mood here, Uh, which I just wanted to note. I always love when, when uh, we get good, use of music in film. So I I just, that was a really cool moment for me.
1: But I mean, think about it. Every, everyone else, everything is the conflicts that everyone around her is facing Mm -hmm. is being fixed by the man that she's hosting. Right. And, and, and in the meantime, like she's, you know, she's sacrificing a lot for, for, Jesus, I mean, she is right. I mean, she's sacrificing her husband, yep. you know, her family. if all this. She now had to be alone during probably the hardest part of her life because <laughs> Simon was off, you know, two by two as Jesus ordered. You know, so it's like, I, it's hard to. I mean, like she's get, there's got to be resentment and bitterness there, mm-hmm. and. And, uh, I mean those are things that she just has to work out on her own I guess or not on her own but sh- by confronting it you know her demons here because it's uh that's that can turn to malevolence I mean turns to I mean just all of the above you yeah. know benevolence I mean not <laughs> benevolence, sorry we know what you meant
0: uh but yeah overall fantastic episode um, so glad that we got these stories into the series uh, and I thought they were done very well uh really cool to see play out in live action um any closing remarks you want to say before we close out here
1: um i don't think i was right Yeah, it's malevolent. <laughs> Not benevolence, benevolence <laughs> is kindness. I was like, wait a second, why does something sit off right now? So it is malevolent, showing a wish to do evil.
0: There you go.
1: Um <laughs> it's late. Um no, I don't know even what the question was. I was trying to figure that out. <laughs> um no, we're good. whatever the the question was
0: Uh, All right, in that case uh, make sure you check out nerdybible.com check out showboysmedia.com like share, rate, review subscribe wherever you listen to this at Uh, Mm -hmm. leave a comment let us know what you thought about the episode Um, and thank you for listening we'll see you next week where we talk about season 3 episode 6 next week we're going
1: to try to do three hours
0: yeah I think we can do it Um, don't tempt me with a good time Uh, (laughs) Shalom we'll see you later
1: Out of the old uh, <coughs> I'm feeling sick today now just... <laughs> uh, oh you wanted man. electric
0: sorry I brought my
1: acoustic. yeah man. I... <laughs> oh, man. oh my electric ran out of batteries I'm sorry <laughs>
0: yeah I forgot to plug it in the charger last night <laughs>
1: so